0: welcome to another episode of mac and joe talk on a podcast
1: hello everyone i thought i would start off this final episode of the year with my good friend mac williams here uh we got a packed show today. We're going to talk about movies from our favorite movies from 2018. Thing, our honorable mentions, um, our worst movies of the year, and also things to look forward to for 2019. But yep. just thought I'd say I wanted to say hello and to everyone. Thanks again for supporting us, and it's been a great year, a great six months. I think mm-hmm. we're doing. It's been six months, I believe. Yeah. Though you've been doing this, so thanks a lot. Thanks to you, Mac, for for getting me on board. And
0: thank you. Ho-
1: hopefully, we'll have many more episodes to come. Sure. But uh, just want. How about you say
0: hello, Mac? Yes, hello. Thank you, Joe, for that. I like that introduction. We do want to. It is the end of the year, obviously, so we are thankful for a variety of things. One of those things we are thankful for is obviously for all of you guys listening, whether you are loyal subscribers since May, or just joining us this May, month. sorry, more, more than that, yeah. It's been about six and a half months or so, so we're kind of, you're, you're right, we're on the ballpark. Um, so if you've been loyal since then, or you're just figuring us out in the last month, last week or so, we appreciate everyone. I want to give a big, big shout out to fanboyplanet.com and Derek McCaw for their support and their just for their loyalty and for, for giving us the opportunity to let us do this. I, I do really yeah. appreciate it. It's been an interesting year for me. I think we've both gone through some career changes. and Absolutely. This is a big career change for me and something that I've always wanted to do. So I do appreciate you, Joe, for kind of hopping on board. I know it wasn't necessarily a thing you wanted to do per se, but you've kind of indulged me in my whim to do this, kind of make a career change. So This is fun, buddy. I definitely appreciate it. As Joe mentioned before, we have things to look back on. We have things to look forward to. We are going to look forward before we look back, because I yep. think we've been teasing for a while our top ten films, mm-hmm. so I think we're going to end with that. I think that might be the funnest thing. Sounds good. Again, Joe and I have not read each other's list or seen each other's list on anything, so it's going to be brand, brand new Brand spanking new.
1: Yeah, we have no idea what we're looking for. Looking forward to. Although, him? although if I add, if I can add a little disclaimer, of Mac course. Mac has probably seen about twice as many movies as I have. Probably. So his so his so with that in mind, his list could be drastically different than mine. Obviously, it's going to be I drastically bet they're going to be very different. It's going to be very different for many reasons. But you've also seen a lot of documentaries. Sure. You've seen independent films. I'm I'm expecting to see a lot of independent films on your top ten, but. Okay. That's just my that's just my assumption based on what I know from you and from from reactions that you've, that you've made throughout this this past year um, mm-hmm. on movies. So we'll but we'll get to that at the end. Um, so in terms of two thousand nineteen, yeah, uh, lots that's of next year. Do you have any resolutions, buddy? I, I
0: do. You're not supposed to. Oh, tell anybody to say them until okay. the right, thirty right. first. So we all right, all we're right. technically filming Mom's this the on the the thirtieth, but. I will, uh, yeah, I'll let you guys know. If you ask, I'll let you guys know what our relationships right. are on the next episode as well. A couple things we're going to look forward to. I personally wrote down some TV things coming up. I know Joe isn't necessarily huge but on, big TV on the TV, but I do I do like TV. I, I do have a loyalty to shows and things like that. So a couple Gotham, things I Gotham wrote down. last season? Yeah, last season of Gotham, Gotham. comes out literally this Thursday. Um, I have an article on fanboyplanet.com about it. As well, Gotham Season 5, it's the final season, as Joe mentioned. It's the very final season of Gotham. It's a great show. I really enjoy it. If you're a fan of Batman, you will like it. It it stays true to the comics, I think. It stays true to kind of what the mindset of it is. I think we are finally going to see Bruce Wayne don the Batsuit. He hasn't done it yet, but you've kind of hinted at his journey, and they've hinted at Jim Gordon's journey to kind of being police commissioner. So we're going to get to that point. I'm very excited about that. What else you got? On HBO, on January 13th, we have true detective, season three yeah. of True Detective. That's right. This is – True Detective is an anthology series, so every year – And it's a different actor. It's a different every, – so every, a di- every season, season is, a different,
1: is different story, different because, actors, different because, places. Uh, what's his name? We used to be the True Detective.
0: Uh, Matthew McConaughey
1: and Woody Harrelson were in season one. But there was – wasn't wasn't the guy that plays in uh, – the guy that did SNL – Guy that did SNL, shoot, I can't remember his name. That's I don't okay. Know. That's It'll okay. come to me.
0: I'll look it up. That's okay. Um, so the first season of True Detective, like I just mentioned, had McConaughey and Harrelson, and that was actually the season that was fully directed by Cary Fugunaga, which we, the name is mentioned before. He's the James Bond director. True Detective season three stars Mahershala Ali, an actor I very much like yeah, and enjoy. I do. And so he is the lead kind of in this season, so that comes out on January thirteenth. Kind of an
1: up and coming guy. Like he's he's been been getting a lot of
0: roles. And he's a he's a Bay Area guy, believe it or not. He's done some work on some Bay Area stages. He got some break in some films in Moonlight. He was in the Green Book. He was in He's in Elite Battle Angel. He's in Elite Battle Angel. He's actually provides a voice in Spider Verse. He's got some other films coming up. Very good. I think the big thing I'm looking forward to in 2019 for TV, I think, has to be Game of Thrones. I think that's an obvious one. That comes out in April of 2019. There are only six episodes in this final season, but we are promised that they will all be feature-length episodes. This is appointment television for me and anybody that's followed the series for a long
1: time. I'm very, very excited about it. Liv, Liv Schreiber, I just looked it up. I thought he was a true detective at one point. Uh, or he, he's on Ray Donovan. He's on Ray Do- He's always been on Ray Donovan. Yeah. He's never on he's never true detective. Yeah. I don't uh, think right. he might.
0: Yeah. I don't well, think I so. don't know. I don't no. know. Right. But that's okay. The season two had Colin Farrell. It had... I will have to check that Taylor out. Taylor Kitsch. And it had... I will have to
1: check that out. Season
0: two was good. It was so not... two three
1: seasons. It was not... And
0: there are only eight I'm episodes gonna, each. Okay. I'll, it's okay. on HBO Go. You can get all of the episodes on HBO Go. Uh, Game of Thrones. It will be a lot longer of a catch up at this point, but I think it is something you actually would like if you ever. I'm sure I did one episode a month or something like that for the rest <laughs> of your life. You would probably catch up. There's tons of things coming out on Netflix. I tried to pick something new. Versus something coming. Movies That's a repeat. or TV shows. TV shows or shows. Shows, or shows. on Netflix. I wrote down. There's a uh, The Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance. This is a sequel series to the 1982 Jim Henson film. It's kind of a classic film. It is a classic. kind of parts of my childhood. I'm a little hesitant about it, but I'm also excited about it. not the best film, but it was. It, there's a lot. Of part cults, of it there's is a lot of cult following. Sure, a big cult following. Absolutely. About. Part of it is the nostalgia factor for me. Obviously I'm a huge muppet person. I like Jim Henson. It's obviously not the Muppets, but it's that yeah, it's same not kind not of vein. So we'll see. I'm cautiously optimistic about it. Netflix. The one thing you can the one thing I can say about Netflix is not everything on Netflix hits, but they will spend all the money they there there is no loss in production value. So they will go all out for the series. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. They're not. Uh, they're they not, are making cuts. They're yeah, absolutely. Jessica Jones and Iron Fist. and
0: Just, Well, Jessica Jones hasn't officially been cut yet. Jessica oh. Jones Season 3 will come out Iron Fist, in yeah. a month. So that's a good segue. Jessica Jones Season 3 will come out in about a month. My guess is once they release it, after about a couple of weeks or so, they will probably give Jessica Jones the axe. And, you know, They've already given the Iron Fist and... Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Daredevil, Luzo Caves, Luzo Caves, Daredevil, Caves, Daredevil so... Um, and, of course, the last one, that I'm not going to go over everything for the new streaming service, but Disney Plus will launch starts, in yeah. 2019. The biggest show that I'm most excited about is, of course, The Mandalorian. We've talked about that several times. John Favreau. Yeah, I've always felt that Star Wars, Star Wars, Star, Wars yeah. Star Wars story in an episodic format could work better than feature films. I know they're not going to stop doing feature films. I understand that. But I've always felt there was a... You know the cartoons had always worked really well. There's never been anything live action, kind of a TV episodic series, so I am very optimistic and very hopeful. I am sure whenever more details about the Disney plus streaming service comes on board, Joe and I'll be discussing that because yeah. that's something we are both looking forward to. theme parks, though, theme parks is a thing that lots of changes happening to theme parks all over the world in twenty nineteen. I know you're excited about something that we've talked about several several times. times about the show. I hope I'm going to be able to get to it next
1: year, but I, I hopefully I I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'll be able to because it comes out in the in summer oh. of uh, 2019, and, we're, and of course we're talking about Galaxy's Edge um, in Disneyland, and I, I I'm super excited for it. Um, reports keep coming out, you know. Every, every so often, I check in just to see if there's any new tid, tid new news. Um, construction is pretty much wrapping up. Here, it's it's they it, they built the Millennium Falcon. Yep. It looks very. So we're looking at
0: very early June yeah. at this point. They're looking yeah. at opening it up right in the beginning of summer, right when people are out of school. Packed. It's going to be packed. One, I think it's smart that they're doing it that way, um, and we'll talk about it because they're also avoiding opening it around the same time as something else. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, go ahead. There are two two rides in Galaxy's Edge, yep, obviously. Yep. Are you are you more excited about the the Millennium Falcon ride or the battles the battle store store battle trooper
1: ride, is that what it's called? Yeah, the stormtrooper
0: Storm ride. Stormtrooper ride. I don't know why I call it the battle uh, trooper ride.
1: I'm 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 probably more looking forward to that one, even though the Millennium Falcon ride is supposed to be revolutionary. But it's, it would just be the two of us. You sure, know, we'd have to get a big group of people that we're friends with. You if, know, like, if there are was it seat six? It's yeah, I don't remember. So if there are four six. listeners out there. The one who doesn't yeah, have with yeah, us yeah. next time.
0: Zach, 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 attack first four Three that Cindy first four that respond. year <laughs> in with us. It'll be on the fanboy planet budget. So not everybody. <laughs> don't hit me up personally if
1: you know me. Hit me up on the page. Um, yeah, I think that's great. There's, yeah, I mean, it just just personally, I mean. They both sound very, very cool. Um, I am excited and I'm hopeful that we, both you and I, could still enjoy the Millennium Falcon ride even though it's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. But I imagine there will be some frustration. Sure. Um, so maybe it's best that we don't go right away. That's what I'm saying. That's and that's what, and I'm also thinking because of my job too because sure. I might, I might be busy over the summer yep. and have to prep for the new year. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, but that's. But I am excited for it opening. Um, It'll be interesting to see as as it opens. What's going? What the future of Star Tours is? We've we've talked about that at length. We still haven't heard anything. Still haven't heard anything. But I imagine that's going to be a topic of. I imagine if that hasn't been discussed yet, and on the inner circles of Disneyland parks, it has to be discussed. Yeah. Um, it's such a it's such a
0: great location in the beginning of Tomorrowland, and you brought this up several times. Yeah, wonderful times. One of our better episodes, I think, better segments when you talked about the need to kind of revitalize Tomorrowland and mm-hmm. to go back to the impact of what that is. Yeah, Star Tours is a great ride. I listed that as my favorite ride in Tomorrowland. I'm going to stick to that, but I do agree with you that there needs to be some updating in terms of revolutionizing Tomorrowland, Disney World. Is doing a a renovation in Tomorrowland in Magic Kingdom. Hopefully, Disneyland follows suit because I think yeah. that's a great point. Um, yeah, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I think I'm that. most excited about Galaxy's Edge of just literally just walking just around because yeah. I think the attention to detail. Oldest cantina. Yeah, the aden- the attention to detail in Disneyland, Disney California, is wonderful. Anyways, in the specifically themed lands, like in Radiator Springs, for example, it's a very yes. specific. I think Galaxy's Edge is going to take it to a whole new level yeah. in terms of detail, in terms of just interactions. It, hopefully, it'll kind of be... Radiator Springs is Radiator pretty... Springs, is pretty but, I mean, kind is of like pretty, Hogwarts in Universal Studios, yeah. where it's, you know, you're walking through, and you're walking through Hogsmeade, and it's very much a 100%... Whether you like the films, whether you don't, whether you like the or not just walking yeah. through... The experience, it's experience. of Hog yeah. is very cool because it makes you feel like you're there. Yeah. And this is going to make you feel like you're in Star Wars. In, in Galaxy's Edge. In Ga- and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing that's coming up Jurassic World and Universal Studios. We're going to get the revolution of that ride at some point. We're hearing late 2019. We haven't heard anything yet about it. If they're saying late 2019, that means there's probably not going to be a million changes, but there's going to be something that changes. Are we going to see a Chris Pratt character out there? Are there (laughs) going to be animatronics? I don't know. You and I, one of my favorite just experiences of 2018 was able to go back to to Universal Studios with you and just ride Jurassic Park. We're only able to ride
1: it once, but... It was worth it. It, it was, was worth, worth it because the line because
0: the line was about forty minutes, and it was the and last ride we went. Well, and we went we went like like a week before it closed. Yeah. So I think people were a lot people, of people had the same idea that and we they did. were
1: wearing t shirts,
0: and it was awesome. People had the same idea that you and I did. And yeah, I was very that's that is something I am very grateful yeah. for in twenty eighteen that we were Me able too. to experience that. The last thing that's not really a theme park thing, but I am looking forward to the D twenty three Expo in August of twenty nineteen. we will get announcements. I'm assuming a bunch of announcements on theme park news around that point as well. Cause they'll do a whole panel on that as well. If there's anything we missed on theme parks or TV, let us know. But I think the one that a lot of you guys have talked about in the comments and talked to me personally about are what films we are looking yep. for in 2019. Yep. I wrote down a bunch of films. So Joe wrote I. down so a bunch of I. films. Some of these films are probably going to overlap. Yep. So we're so probably not, we're not going to go down a list. There's one film in January. I wrote down. I'm
1: positive you oh, wrote yeah. that down too. Oh, yeah. Go. I'll give. I'll give you. Okay. Go well, Give me the mic. You'll give me the mic because I'm positive we um, wrote this one down. Yeah, of course. And that's that's Glass. Um, I know you like to to poke fun at me and say, well, it's a sequel, Joe. And that's true. Just ribbing you. It, it is true. It is a sequel, and I am. There is still skepticism there, but all. All systems go for me at this point. In terms great. of, in terms of, and it's the coming excitement, out soon. The excitement for the movie, how they've marketed it, great trailers. Um, it, yeah, the tra- the, my only, my only concern, and I've and I've mentioned this to you. I concern is that they revealed possibly too much in the trailers that they might have spoiled the movie. Okay. I'm hoping that's not the case, but I'm glad I get to see James McAvoy back in his seven different personalities role yeah. he was awesome in split um i very much enjoyed split i i thought it was a fantastic psychological thriller it really harkened to the days of when m night shyamalan made his made his mark in in film yeah you know with with uh with uh, six sense six sense and, and like yeah the six sense and then there was signs you know he had he had some really great films and like but the but the middle portion of his career he's kind of going flat yeah you know and hopefully this is a hopefully he's kind of turned the page and now he's I mean it is okay I think it is kind of cheesy that he's throwing together a sequel on a movie that really didn't have a sequel to it but it makes sense and it and, it, and this and and the story flows. So that's why I'm optimistic because it it, it wasn't it is kind of a force fed um, sequel to Unbreakable mm-hmm. and there really wasn't a sequel there it just kind of ended which was yeah. kind of cool it was an ambiguous ending which made you wonder what was going to happen and I liked that mm-hmm. but it makes sense that he's putting it on the on the on the uh, in the shadow of Split. So yeah. I'm super excited for this movie. I'm hoping the fact that it's in January doesn't release really mean that it's a bad movie. I think they're more releasing it in January
0: because that's when Split Less was crowded. released. Oh, yeah. And I think Split totally crushed it because yeah. it was by itself. So yes. I, I'm thinking... There's not much else coming out. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm thinking that's why they're putting it in January. Yep. Yep. Sometimes you see films released early in the year and you get a little hesitant because yeah. they're... It's the dead time. It's the dumped kind of zone where the yeah. studios don't want to dump in the summer or, no. or Christmas time. But I'm, I'm hoping and I'm thinking that Glass will be, is released in January because It looks of very that. cool. I am not as, as big of a Split fan as you were. Yeah. I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was kind of a return to form for Shyamalan. I loved Unbreakable. I thought it was a, a wonderful, wonderful film. And
1: I re-saw it recently too. It yeah? was very, very good. So I, I'm... It's still it's still a little convoluted in some parts, like it eludes there's heavy symbolism in the movie. Okay. And that i that I really don't pick up on that I kinda need someone to explain to me what what it is meant, okay, but, but that's part of it's 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 like it's like an uh, a, any other art piece, you know. You really can't ask anybody what. And part of it is what it means to you. That's right? what I'm and saying. That, that's
0: of, true. What are that, you getting out of it? That's true. That's true. But, but if mean, you have any questions before split, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll answer them for or you.
1: Before glass, yeah.
0: before glass. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's if we, if we did a top ten for 2017, I'm almost positive split would be on your list because you oh, liked absolutely. it that much.
1: Absolutely, that, we, that was we, you we asked got me, to a year later. You asked me, yeah, before we go on, you asked. Asked me on the ride home from from the movie we saw, which mm-hmm. was Vice. You asked me what movie blew me away recently. I would say Split blew me away. You think Split would be your top movie of 2017? I don't. I'd have to look and see what else
0: came out in oh, 2017. That's, that's but it would be it would
1: be close. Good. good it would be close. Good. Anyway, yeah. There's film. There's other, yeah. There's other movies coming out. Yeah. Let's let's.
0: A film that I know is not on your list, but I know is on my okay, list. Okay, you
1: sure about that?
0: Is How to Train Your Dragon: The oh, Hidden World? yeah, Yeah. yeah. Ah, uh, this is a series that I do like. I like DreamWorks Animation. I like Shrek. I like Madagascar. I like all those things. I know Jai's, Joe's not laughing at me, but he's smiling right now. Um, I do like those animated films. They're they're part of my childhood. They're part of what I grew up with. How to Train Your Dragon was uh, the book series, is oh, but also okay. just kind of that style of animation. And I like kind of following those. I you know I I, I like How to Train Your Dragon. I think is an underrated kind of series. Both first two films are very, very good. This is the final film. They've already announced this is it. There won't be a fourth film or a fifth film. They're not going to drag it on like Shrek and just kind of go on forever. Are you sure about that? That's what they've said. They might revive it in 20 years, 10 years. Or fifty-four years, like Mary Poppin, Who knows? But um, I'm very excited about and shout out to Mary Poppin. I don't know how that. I don't know how I worked that. That in.
1: was awesome. But How to
0: Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World opens on February. You're right. 14th. That wasn't on my list. So I am very excited about that. Do you have? Why don't you? Go, why don't you just pull the next one
1: off your list? And oh, we'll kind of go. Well, this from there. This one's definitely on your list. If okay. it's not, I'll be very surprised. Um, Avengers: Endgame. Yes. Okay. It is absolutely okay. absolutely. Um I wrote you? mine down chronologically. So oh, I'm going I did, all over. Oh, but that's I don't okay. do that. I just kinda of bounced around. That's okay. I just kinda of wrote down the ones that came to hit that came to my mind. Or, or I kinda of looked them Oh up. and the one thing I wanted to I'm sorry about this, Joe. Go ahead. The one thing I wanted to
0: kind of acknowledge with when you're looking forward to films, a lot of the films that will get released later on in the year, they haven't been announced as like release dates or things like that. The smaller films, the more independent films. Oh, yeah. The quote-unquote award films, oh, Oscar films, they're going to be kind of playing in film festivals like in March and February, and then they're going to get picked up by studios, and then they're going to get release dates. So a lot of the films that I would have on my top 10, per I se, see. they don't even have release dates for 2019. So a lot of the films we're going to go over, they're going to be more of the mainstream yeah. kind of Hollywood studio films, because a lot of the films that you kind of find hidden gems or hidden things like yeah, that... Yeah. You don't we don't really know what those are yet. No. But I did want to preface it with that. But exactly. Endgame, you mentioned April 29th is when that comes out. Yep. Tell me why you're excited, Joe. We've well, talked about it tons of times. It's, but yeah, I mean First trailer didn't didn't turn you off. We're still all good. No, we're on. And board. it was a
1: kind of a teaser trailer, which was good. I loved it. I, I, I hope they don't reveal anything and I hope that they continue. You know, we know that Captain Marvel comes out before this. Yep. So that's another movie I'm looking for, forward to. It's kind of the prequel to this, to this movie, to Endgame. Um, we'll you know, definitely tie but in. But this is going to be this. This is going to be the culmination of even of even more movies and more characters. This is the
0: culmination of Iron Man One. I mean, this is the the Endgame of yeah. But Iron end Man, Man One had
1: really nothing to do with
0: this but that that end scene right there i, didn't, Sam, see, I didn't
1: even know it was there I still, samuel, I still i don't think i've still seen it
0: samuel l jackson walks in and tony starts yeah, like who there. are you and he's like yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, you, you're, you're you part of it you're part of a bigger universe you, you just it. don't know it yet famous lines pulled directly from the comic book yeah anyways I mean,
1: but i mean it'll be interesting to me because much like after I watch an epic movie or read a very engrossing and captivating book, mm-hmm. your life just kind of feels complete. And Now, I'm not saying that watching a movie can take the, can take the place of a, sum of a lifetime of experiences, but I really am worried about where they're going to go after this. Because if in fact, if in fact, and we've we've bounced around ideas, I know you've hinted at this more than once, mm-hmm. that numerous characters can and possibly will die in this film, or they'll they will be written off well, how mm-hmm. so, in some form. It's going to be very interesting to see for me to see where it goes after this. Yeah. So that's that's my only disclaimer and my only caveat with this film is I'm worried. Of, I'm not worried about the future of the MCU, but I'm really kinda after this. I'm I don't know how they're gonna keep me, me personally, who is invested. not interested in, in comic books invested in this franchise. But I'm still looking forward to the movie. The movie's gonna be awesome. I'm hoping, you know, they don't take too many liberties from Gladiator, him walking in the fields. It's- uh, that I didn't like that. That is a good reference. It did look like he's walking through some Vendana lines. It, it just reminded. Whatever. It just reminded. It did. Me no, it did. It, it was. It was an homage to Gladiator, and you can't mess with Gladiator. I'm sorry. All right, but so, anyway, that's
0: that's on my list. Hey, what do you got? Endgame, April 29th. The film you kind of mentioned. I'll just Captain make Marvel. it official. Yeah.
1: Is Captain Marvel? I'm not, I. I no, I'm ahead. not huge on this. Okay. I'm excited about it, but I'm not like. Wow, I can't wait for this movie to come out. Okay, because it looks just like Marvel's response to Wonder Woman. And okay, it wasn't. It's the 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 novelty of it. I don't think is going to be is going to entice me as much as Wonder Woman did. Okay, but that's just me. That makes sense. I'm so excited. Um, DC definitely beat Marvel to the punch did. with that. They did. That's the
0: one thing that DC definitely has over Marvel. However, holding Captain Marvel back. Until right before Endgame means it's going to tie in directly to it. You've seen the trailers for it with Captain Marvel. You've they've hinted at the powers that she has. It she will be the key to defeating Thanos if they actually do defeat Thanos, because um, no other Avenger no, no other Avenger has those powers. No other Avenger will be as powerful as hers. So there's the line in the trailer that says, "I'm not gonna." I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight your war, I'm gonna end it. Is that a reference to Endgame? Is that a reference to Captain Marvel? Who knows? I'm all excited about it. The next film I know is not on your list, so I'll go ahead and say it sure. is, I'm positive, is Beach Bum. Okay, it's yeah. the – Oh, God. Yeah,
1: that's that Matthew McConaughey. So
0: I will preface it by saying oh it is a Harmony current directed film. He is an independent filmmaker. He did didn't he do the Spring Breakers? He did Spring Breakers. God, you are such a bad movie. Some people really, really like his films and some people really don't. So I will say – You like his films. I do. I totally get if you're not interested or other people aren't interested, I get that. But for me personally, this is a film that I am looking forward Fear to. Laws, so that's why I wrote that down. So Beach Bum comes out on Mar- March twenty second. Matthew McConaughey, Jonah Hill, Snoop Dogg, a bunch of people are in it. Harmony Korine's the writer and director. If you haven't seen Spring Breakers, I'm not saying you're going to like it. I'm saying it is a different type of film, and that's how his films are. So you may or may not get a better or a different vibe on. An inkling on whether you like beach bum or not by watching Spring Breakers. So go ahead and give me another film you're looking forward to, Joe. Um,
1: well, we've talked about it. It comes out in February. We've talked about it. It's probably cool. going to be on your list too. Okay. And that's Alita Battle Angel. Okay. I didn't write that down. But I didn't write it down. I, I figured you would write okay, that yeah, down. yeah, yeah. I wrote that one down. I wrote down all like the mainstream ones. I do have a couple of independent films and kind of flying under the radar films that okay. I really haven't heard anything about, but they sound interesting. Um, Alita Angel, Alita Battle Angel looks very cool. I'm glad they pushed it back, just so that hopefully it can have room to grow and wings to fly um, in a non crowded time, which is February. But February is kind of a dead month, so I'm hoping that's not that doesn't. Yeah, they they've said the film is ready to go. It's all I know. good, I'm just but saying.
0: but they pushed it back okay. to give it a little more legs. I, I'm, I'm hoping that, that's yeah. the thing. You and I are both hoping. I that's do the like, thing, um, but I'm excited to see it. Uh, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Mahershala like. Ali is the villain. Yeah, he, he is. is back in it, so I'm excited to see him. But I, mean, I do kind of like science fiction films. Yeah, I... It, it looks very cool. It has piqued our interest, so I think yeah. you and I will give it a chance. A film that I'm looking forward to, I don't know if it's on your list or not, is Dumbo. I probably do it down. It's coming out on March down. 5th of all of the, the Disney... Tim Burton? Yeah, the Disney live-action films coming this out this year. This one looks year. interesting. This, this is the one good. I am by far most interested in. Lion King and Aladdin. King? I am very you know hesitant what my
1: cousin about. Go ahead. No, no. no go, ahead. go ahead and finish. I was going to say Lion King. My cousin point out something that's very funny. It's uh-huh. not even a live action because that's it's still not. computer generated. Yeah, there's no so here. there's no live action. You could it's make, a fake, it's you a fake could, live action.
0: You can make the case that Jungle Book was semi live action because it had Mowgli in it, but everything else was CG'd around what? it. The jungle, the, oh, the jungle Book. Oh, the Jungle Book. Yeah, the, the yeah. remake. Yeah, so oh, M- Mowgli really. was real. The kid was oh. real, but everything else was shot on green yeah. screen. This
1: Lion King is on. the same thing. It's just yeah. not a
0: cartoon. So I didn't. I didn't anyway. write those two down. I, or Aladdin. I, yeah. I will. I will see them. I will hope for the best. But in terms Dumbo of Disney, cool. D- Dumbo is the one that I'm looking Dumbo forward cool. to. The cast looks great. You got Tim Burton reuniting yeah. with his Batman. You got yeah. Tim Burton reuniting Michael with his King. Joker. You got Colin Farrell coming in. You got Eva Wait, Green in Joker. it. Joker. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Penguin. Peng- with Penguin. Oh, David. Oh, DeVito. DeVito. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell's in it. I again, Dumbo is a a, a classic Disney film that is a very kind of. It's not near
1: and dear to my heart, so that's one of the reasons why I think sure. this live action will work for me. Okay. Because it's not like I really watched Dumbo or enjoyed it that much. Okay. As a kid, like. Toy Story and other films and you know we've talked about Mary Poppins those are films that are kind of near and dear to my heart so and Aladdin too okay so remaking those is kind of like a not it's sacrilege it's, but it is a, sacrilege yes okay yeah. sacrilege is a good word that's okay. a good word so Dumbo March 29th Dumbo looks
0: cool but I well, you and I are both on that give me something that you got joking well, whatever it doesn't matter no, if you that's think fine. I have that's it or fine. not
1: and I mean there's I got, I got I don't have as long a list as you maybe not but um on the on the way on the in the shadow of Bohemian Rhapsody I'm going to go with another musician movie. Cool. That looks interesting. Um I'm a huge Elton. I'm not like a, I've never seen him in concert. I have never seen Elton John in concert, but the movie sounds intriguing. Um I mean, what's take, the name of the movie? Rocket Man. Rocket it's Man. called Rocket Man. With uh, it's a summer movie, right? I think. Yeah, it's with Taron Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton, yeah, who's who's known for his Kingsman. Uh, Kingsman, yeah. Um, I, it looks interesting. I mean, like I, I actually really enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody. I didn't think it was the best movie I've ever seen, um, but I enjoyed it for what it was. For what it was, it was a kind of a semi um, biopic pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one looks to be similar. Um, and like, I love the music. I love his music. I mean, I'm not like I said. I'm not a huge. I've never seen Elton John in concert. It you know it would have been nice to see him. I mean, he's on like a, his last tour. He's now. got he's got one more tour. He's got one more stop yeah, coming to yeah. San Jose. The final tour. Is he really?
0: Yeah, this is his quote unquote final tour, and he has a stop in San Jose. Does he
1: really? Okay, I have I'm no. Have I have no, no idea how expensive tickets yeah, are. But that. But I, but I love his music. I have at least at least. Two dozen different songs on my iPod okay. that are devoted to him, and cool. and his greatest hits album is really like it has all of his hits on it. Okay. So I mean, Good. like I'm really looking forward to just hearing the music and Good. hearing maybe how these songs came to be. And yeah. So that's that's what I put down. Okay. I know, and I know, you're kind of semi interested. I in- didn't
0: write it down, but I, I figured you might write it down. So I'm I'm glad that you. If yeah. you liked you liked Bohemian Rhapsody a lot, so I, I well, I'm not I surprised say a lot, but. Um, I a, a, lot, a lot of people did like it, yeah. and, and you know, you know, who knows? This could be, you know, maybe not start a trend, but who knows what happens. The next film I wrote down is a film I know you do not have on, because you've mentioned you're not excited for. It, it is Shazam.
1: It's a DC film. <laughs> I um, saw that
0: and skipped it right, right on my list. Yep, which is fine. I yeah. get it. Um, ha- having seen Aquaman, if you've listened to our spoiler review or not listened to it, I'm not going to spoil the film here. If you haven't seen it, um Aquaman has kind of restored my faith in DC and its properties going forward. It was a lighter tone of a film. Again, I don't have any other basis besides I'm hopeful and I'm excited. And that's it. I don't have a deep connection to the character. I don't have a deep connection to the director or the star or anything like that. I like Zachary Levi. I like him on Chuck. I think he's a good actor. I am just hopeful that this kind of vibe continues on throughout. Yeah. So that's all. Go ahead and give me another film
1: that you wrote down if you uh, got something. Well, this is towards the end of the year. Okay. I don't know the exact date. I just wrote down a list of movies. Yeah. I didn't actually get the dates. Um, a movie we're kind of in, we're very much intrigued by, mm-hmm. uh, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Yeah. It's October. I don't have October. a specific date. That would be very cool. For right something. around, right around Halloween. Halloween. That would be very cool. Cool. I hope it's very, I hope it's very good. I wrote that one cool. down. Awesome. That was one of the last ones I wrote down. Okay, cool. Um, But, yeah, uh, the Joker film, there isn't much really to talk about because there's still just a small little tidbit of a a teaser just kind of showing his makeup. Uh, We've kind of talked about it. Um, If there's anybody that could do a Joker, Mm -hmm. that could play Joker, and I think do it, um, you know. Give it justice. Give it justice, yeah. It would be Joaquin Phoenix because he Mm -hmm. does play kind of – you know, he won an Oscar, obviously, for a role he's played. He's mm-hmm. always kind of an off-off color actor in terms of yeah. he can play many different roles. In Terms of and, the choices he makes. and, made, and so. I could see him being a dark character.
0: I could see him playing that role. Yeah, I think um, just like Shazam, it's a DC property that I am cautiously so that's optimistic. That's going
1: to be that's going to be, be very it's gonna be dark. It's going to be. But dark. I am
0: I am just like you. I didn't write that down, but I am looking forward to it, and I am very hopeful that it will continue what I hope will be a string of DC success because I yeah. I very much want DC to succeed we've talked about this before as well a film that I wrote down is coming out on June 28th is Ford versus Ferrari I wrote that one down it is Sounds interesting Dish. yeah so it's directed by James Mangold yeah. who directed Logan Wolverine Walk the Line and who's in it? I Christian Bale Christian, and Bale Christian Bale Christian Bale and Matt yeah. Damon so yeah. they play Ford and, yeah, yeah. and Ferrari respectively and they are kind for of com- Le Mans yeah they Le are Le competing yes to some extent we haven't seen any publicity no, for it but it sounds interesting but it's
1: just something Christian that Christian Bale always tends to do play play, you know He we just saw Vice he was I mean, very, he is, he was very he is the front runner
0: for Vice for for an Oscar but we can talk about that another yeah. time but I think again just something Ford that's Ferrari, yeah. yeah something that's intriguing do you have something else on the list Joe what um, you got
1: I'm interested for Hellboy. Okay. I'm surprised that you are. But I'm not cool. like – I mean I liked the original ones but I, I always think it's kind of – it's just kind of cool to have like a anti-hero, anti-hero hero mm-hmm. as it were. Um, which he, is very much what Hellboy that's is. That's exactly what he is. He's kind of a shunned, yeah, shunned, he's ostracized, ostracized yeah. hero, yeah. And I like the I like the the sarcastic humor the the dry humor that he that he employs. Okay. So I'm looking forward. I'm not like ultra excited about it, but I am give it a chance. It. I will check it out. I think that is a April release, early April release. Okay. If I'm
0: not, um, I am. I like Hellboy. I'm glad you wrote that down guillermo del toro directed the first two hellboys and they were pretty good And they were pretty good this is a whole new kind of reboot resystem new hellboy in it it's david harbour is the actor who plays hellboy he's been in a bunch of stuff he's mostly known for being the lead in stranger things but he's done a lot of character work a lot of acting and who knows we'll see i'm excited about it i think that's a great choice Joe. thanks for writing that down a film i don't know if you wrote down but if you know anything about me you know that i wrote it down it's Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh, it's coming yeah. out in July. Anybody who knows me knows yeah, I. I didn't put that one. Down. I I love I loved Homecoming. I thought it was a great kind of reinvention of the character. I liked that uh, it just dropped us in. It the very the first Homecoming was very much kind of a mentor mentoree relationship with Tony Stark, which I liked. I thought it worked. I think whatever, regardless of whatever happens to Spider-Man in Endgame, I'm hoping and everything that I'm seeing, everything that we're reading about Far From Home is. This is just going to jump into the film, and he's just going to be Spider-Man, kind of doing Spider-Man things. He's Now he's Spider-Man. He's lived it. He doesn't have to have a mentor anymore, and he's just being Spider-Man. It's going to be supposedly globe trotting across Europe, so we'll see. He's far from home. He's far from not home. not in Kansas
1: anymore. There you go. Or New York City. Mm-hmm. There you go. Give me another film you're excited for, John. Um, well, I know you didn't put this one down. Okay. Because I know you've made reference to how this looks awful. But I am excited for you know if there's a one comic book property that you know I love the most, mm-hmm. it would be what? I I don't know X Men X Men I will X Men X Men Dark Phoenix,
0: Phoenix. comes okay. out. I know you're not really excited about. I will it, give it a chance. I will be I will walk in. You open said open it my looked abysmal when you first saw the trailer. I just. If they, I will say this again. I'll say one thing, and then I'll and let, let okay. you you know, on. That's okay. If they, if they try and faithfully adapt the Dark Phoenix saga, I don't think they can do it. Having said that, I have, I don't have any knowledge about the film, so I will walk in with an open mind and try and enjoy it. I will definitely give it a chance. I'm not going to just Apocalypse shine. was
1: not that great, even sure. though I
0: do see it on your shelf. Yeah, I own it. I think someone gave it to me, but I mean, I've rewatched it. It's not the worst thing in the world. No, but it but wasn't it's, great. You know. It's fine, it is what it is. Any, any particular reason, or you're just an X Men guy, fan. X-Men,
1: even though Wolverine won't be in it? I hope I don't think so.
0: Um, but you got the you got
1: McAvoy coming yeah, James back, James McAvoy, you got Jennifer Lawrence coming Jennifer back Lawrence, as Mystique,
0: yep. you got Fastbender, maybe, maybe Fastbender. I don't know I if he's, he's in it, in he's, he's, in
1: he's in it, yeah,
0: he's in, in, it. in yeah, it. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, because
1: they're kind of together, him and yeah, McAvoy, yeah. they are. They will yeah.
0: always be the best of frenemies, as it were. Frenemies—that is the uh, That's true. the most and the most toxic frenemy relationship in comic book history. Yeah. A film—I I don't know if you wrote down—once okay. uh, upon a time in Hollywood. I wrote it. Comes down. out in July. in Tarantino. Tarantino. It's stacked with stars. Yeah, it stacked. is based on the Manson murders. That in sounds Hollywood. so cool. A lot of the plot is kind of being hidden it's under got, wraps. He's my favorite actor, you know, Leo, Leo
1: DiCaprio. Scott
0: Pitt. It's got Margot Robbie. Leonardo DiCaprio apparently plays a stunt man in Hollywood who is somehow connected to the Manson murders. Yeah. I don't Again, know Quentin about. Tarantino. He makes great. Is films. very very protective of his films and of his what's released to the public. So good, my good. my guess is we get maybe one. Like for Hateful Eight, you got one teaser trailer. That, okay. that was forty-five seconds. They Quentin Tarantino refused to show any other That's press good. materials good, for it. Good, good. So hopefully, good walking in at the end of July, you and I will have an open mind, and
1: we're just going to walk in. Yeah, and Yeah, I mean, it. I don't know anything about the story. Obviously, we're well, obviously going to give it but, a chance. You know, if the, if if I will say this, I am not a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. But his later films have been so incredibly amazing. It's hard for me not to like. Like him. Inglourious Bastards. Inglourious like Bastards that. was so good. Um, Kill Bill was even good, but sure. that was more. Yeah. That was more of his beginning stuff. Not a big fan of Pulp Fiction. Okay. Not really a big fan of, of uh, the other one, Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Not. I mean, I like it. I own it, but it's not like my favorite. Um, glorious and, Bastards. Inglorious Bastards was very good. Like Django. Django. Like was, Django, Django was very very good. Um, good. You know, so I mean, that Christoph Waltz just killed it. On DiCaprio yeah, reunites. DiCaprio with, in it. And he reunites with Tarantino at this point. Yeah. They had a good relationship before. Um, the Hateful. Hateful. Eight, I didn't think was that good, but it definitely harkened to his older stuff, like Reservoir Dogs, in that it was just a single location with a lot sure. of different characters interacting i do like samuel jackson is he in this movie
0: i i don't know i, I didn't see his name okay, yeah, on maybe, the, maybe. the sheet but again he's yeah. tarantino is very protective okay of his films and there's yeah, not well, a lot of I'm, glad, I'm glad i'm glad we're not like so much so we'll see uh i have two films left i'm yep, very excited about both of these um adam's family comes out in october it's i film knew you, had, you would say that I which is fine again, again it's okay. not it's, for everybody it is okay. going to be a stop motion Animation film I very much like stop motion as an animation form. It stars Oscar Isaac and Charlie Theron as Gomez and Morticia Adams. I like it. It comes out around Halloween. I certainly want to give it a chance and be open minded to it. You know, it's, it's not not everyone likes the property of Adams family. I happen to like it, so for me, it's going to be near and dear to my heart. So that's why I wrote that down. Go ahead and give me another film, Joe.
1: Um, I got a, just a couple less. Sure, um, I'll just. Can I just read them off? Yeah, and then where can you tell me If you got them, go and ahead. If not, we'll discuss them. Uh, I have Serenity, Greyhound, and Ad Astra. Have you heard of these? I, I didn't. So go ahead. I have one film left, and it's not those. Okay. So go ahead and give me um, Serenity. Just looks like a, a a drama film with Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. He plays like a guy. It comes with, out soon, right? Like January, come, I think, or something. I don't like that. think so. Maybe February okay. or March. But maybe early. I, yeah, early. early. It comes out early. It just looks like a drama. It's not a fanboy film. I mean none of none of those three films are That's fanboy okay. films, but Give they a sound chance. they sound kind of interesting to me. Um, I'll be open
0: minded about it. I like
1: it. and I tend to like independent films that are dramas that that make me think, make me uh you know, get lost in the plot and lost in the movie. Um mm-hmm. And Serenity, I don't know anything about it, but I know I, I, I. there haven't been many movies of late that Matthew McConaughey hasn't performed. You haven't enjoyed he, Well, I'm not going to see Beach Bum. Sure. Which but is I fine. guarantee you he will be good in it. I
0: totally get why you won't see Beach Bum. I'm not going to But I guarantee for he, it. he will be very, very good in it. I think he will.
1: Oh, but I totally get why you're not going to see oh, it, though. And that's Grey, fine. Greyhound is a movie with Tom Hanks where he kind of plays uh, – like a, it's like a submarine movie.
0: Okay. I don't do know, know when okay, – Do you know uh, when that
1: comes out? Maybe. I'm sorry. I didn't okay. I didn't write down the date. I didn't tell movies. you to, so it's not a big deal. And then, um, Ad Astra we'll is – We'll let a, you guys know when yeah, it comes out. We'll get yeah. closer to it. Ad that's Astra is a movie with Brad Pitt where he kind of plays a guy. It's like a science fiction movie. It's supposed to be similar to – to uh, uh interstellar. Okay. And in that it's like a space travel type movie. Director on that? Any other information? I don't or? remember. I don't it's remember. Okay. I was just looking at Star Power when I was looking at movies. Wow. You like Brad um, Pitt, so that makes sense. Yeah, I do. I do like Brad Pitt. Totally makes sense. Um, I, I you know what I didn't see that I'm surprised about was I thought they were making a World War Z 2.
0: I maybe it's, maybe it's not it's out yet. It's still I and, it, 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 it's maybe quote unquote in development still. Okay. Because um, I, 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 thought, I thought we would see something about that. I know they've gone through kind of... Because um, they, they, they left it open. No, they didn't leave it open. They definitely left but it open for, to sequels, right? I mean, they definitely yeah. want to make more money. It did really well at the box office. It was office, very good. But I know it had production problems. And I know the studio was not going to bring back the director, uh, which was Mark Foster. So they kind of had some other directors involved. And they kind of left. And then Brad Pitt signs on other projects. That's I don't exactly. think it's dead. But I don't think it's, it's next year. But I think that's a that's a good yeah. What was the what was the last
1: movie you wrote? I out? film.
0: I, I don't know why you didn't write it down. It's episode nine, Star Wars episode nine. Well, I didn't it show in up December, in my thing. Comes out in December. I comes mean, out on Christmas. That's okay. Okay.
1: We okay. wrote one of us got to it, so it's fine. Honestly, um, like I maybe I just oh probably okay. because it comes out Christmas. That's yeah, okay. I didn't get to the end of the whole list. So I will say, I
0: I liked the last Jedi. I did not have a backlash towards like a lot of people no. i liked force awakens more because i felt that was more of the original trilogy i liked the fact i was talking to somebody at fanboy planet the other day uh, who's a contributor and they t- we were talking about talking about last jedi and someone said the last jedi was a really good film it was just a bad star wars film in the sense of it didn't hold true to the continuity of the star wars canon which I thought kind of makes sense. I'm not sure if I get all of it. About but yeah. I, I do think having JJ Abrams comes back into this world. You know me, you know I like JJ Abrams. I like The Force Awakens. I'm hoping this kinda resolves those threads, because last Jedi didn't give us any answers. It just gave us more questions, kinda gave us more avenues to go for. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 very I'm yeah. cautiously optimistic that we are we for episode nine i'm it's obviously a film I'm gonna see it doesn't come out till
1: Christmas obviously yeah. next year and we don't know like I said we said about the uh the award contenders coming out in late yeah year. there's still lots but of films But these out. are all the movies I wrote down and those are all the movies he wrote down super excited for glass I hope it yeah that would be the first movie we see probably one of the first movies I see in the coming year whenever it, whenever it comes out I'm sure we'll be there opening weekend
0: yeah so now now we've looked forward. Well, yeah, that's for it's time to look back. Yes, sir. So this is gonna be fun and interesting. And again, these are just opinions.
1: So and, there's and no, again
0: no right or wrong. You've wrongs. seen
1: many, many more movies than I which to your credit you you did get the movie passes the the AMC stubs before I did. So mm-hmm. you had you had the three movies to see a week, so mm-hmm. you were seeing you were taking advantage of that and seeing every movie you could and every movie That you were semi interested in, every movie you were interested in. Movies that I was told to go see at work. And and maybe movies that you weren't necessarily didn't know anything about but you saw anyway Mm -hmm. because it looked semi intriguing. Um, Yeah, so I mean, you're going to have probably a vastly different list. Um, If, let me. I I know we're gonna have a couple movies on our top tens that sure. are similar, but they won't be in different places. I yeah, imagine. I can see be that. Different places.
0: Okay, but we instead of going with our favorites, we're gonna start with our worst. Okay. We're gonna get that out of the way. All right. Uh, I wrote down seven films as as oh, worst films of wrote the down year. Five. I I just wrote them down. I didn't know. Okay. Um, I, I, I bet I can guess one of them. <laughs> sure. Um, I will say I'm positive you can. Uh, so some of these films I wrote down are just films that I just felt were awful, and some of these films are awful in the sense of they had a great premise, they had a great cast, they had a great idea, and then it just didn't deliver for me. So I was more disappointed about the film than anything, and I walked out with okay. a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. So the first film I'm going to say that I, I just had a bad holds a bad taste in my mouth that came out early in the year is Tomb Raider. It's a film that I had high expectations going in for. The character of Laura Croft is a very cool character. It's a very cool mythos. It just failed to deliver on any potential. See, I remember you saying differently about
1: it when you saw
0: it. I, I rewatched it recently. I, I went in with an open mind. The acting was good. It just didn't do anything for me. I'm glad they have kind of canceled development on the sequel. just holds no, no place for me. The next film I'm going to say is Pacific Rim Uprising. <laughs> this is the sequel to Pacific Rim. Again, Awful, the ooh. first Pacific Rim was Guillermo del Toro. It's a filmmaker that I liked, film filmmaker we mentioned with Hellboy. But the first Pacific Rim was kind of, you know, it was a different type of film. It was an original film. It was, you know, interesting concept. And then Pacific Rim Uprising just, just, did, just took a big... Crap on the first one. I don't know what else to say. It just was not good. Go ahead and give me a film that that you did not like, Joe. Um,
1: I actually... And these these are in no specific uh, order. Yeah, no specific order. I actually saw this movie at my friend's house. My friend Dana's house. Shout out to my friend Dana, who's probably not listening. Hopefully she is. Hopefully she is. Um... But I actually saw this because she rented it and it was pretty – it was as bad as I thought it was going to be and that was Skyscraper. OK. Yeah, I, um, I
0: didn't write that down but I could Skyscraper
1: say, I could was bad. It. OK. Um, I mean – That makes sense. It was – again, it wasn't that it was a bad idea but it just had too many homages to Die Hard and
0: – Very predictable movie. Very
1: predictable the Rock is the hero. Yeah. Well, you knew how it was going to end and all this stuff. He was going to get the girl. Yeah. He was yeah. going to save his family. Yeah. It wasn't – there wasn't going to – yeah. There was, was
0: no, th- no twist that you were like, no. oh my god, that was a twist. You no. knew who the bad guy was. No. You knew when they were going to betray him. I totally get it.
1: Yeah. Okay. But that's just me. Another sure. one I wrote down that I thought – again, I wouldn't say it was an abysmal movie per se because, again, my list of movies that I've seen this they year is a lot sure. – is, is short – So I really kind of have to stretch for some of these movies to say that they're they're bad. But we did talk about this movie and how it didn't deliver at the box office. It was a pretty abysmal movie. It had its moments, but it was overall bad, and that was Mortal Engines. Okay. So I'm going to echo that. I put Mortal Engines down as well. Okay.
0: I thought the first 30 minutes, the premise was cool. It was very cool. I was was excited. I was like, how did this film get bad reviews? And then it did it nothing. I didn't worse. care about any of the characters. I couldn't that even... was predictable. I couldn't yeah. even tell you how the film ended, to be honest, because I was so bored by the film. I had already zoned out. We had just saw it a couple weeks ago. Like, yeah. I had already forgotten in my mind. So I'm going to mark that down as yep. well. I think that's a great call. Yep. So another film that I wrote down is a film I know you didn't see, is Super Troopers 2. I thought the you first... You saw that? I did. I, again, I... I saw it. I liked the first Super Troopers. I liked. I like Broken Lizard, the group that's behind it. They've teased. Broke. They've teased Super Troopers two for years and years. They finally came out with it. I'm not sure why they did. <laughs> it's just uh, it didn't do it for me. But I do know some people that that did like the film. So again, this is just my okay. my take on it. Go that, ahead. That's uh-huh. that. Uh, I wrote down mile 22.
1: I knew you were going to say that. Which that was is... the one I was going to pick
0: and then there's another no. one I think you're going to pick. Probably the next one. Yep, next uh one. it's the Mark Wahlberg one. You yep. it just it did not it didn't go P-Burg. anywhere. Yeah, it's just I was unsure why the film was being made. There wasn't a you know, the plot was very predictable. There wasn't a redeeming You, you didn't like seeing Ronda Rousey on the on the big screen. And Ronda Rousey wasn't <laughs> bad. Like she she Mark, Mark Wahlberg wasn't the problem. Like it was just the actors can only give so much as to what they're given. Um, you know, it was just very predictable. It just, it went nowhere. Like I was unsure. I was unsure why the story was being told. Like it just, it didn't have any redeeming characters or any qualities about it per se. So I was just not invested in it. Go ahead and give me a film. Um,
1: I have one you're going to be very surprised probably by, mm-hmm. um, a film that I semi enjoyed, but again, my 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 uh, again, I'm going to also preface, preface this again by saying I saw probably about two dozen movies, and if I'm going to pick my top ten, and then I have to pick the worst, one stretch, I, mean, I get it. I have to stretch. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed this movie. It's similar to Mortal Engines in that it was kind of predictable, but I, I thought it, I thought it was enjoyable. I'm a big Tom Hardy fan, but I wrote this down anyway. You wrote Venom, Venom down. Venom. Wow. Venom was bad.
0: I didn't I certainly Venom. did not put it down as my but worst. But you thought thing. it was
1: bad? Uh, it's not as bad. But as, again, as, it's not as bad
0: as the other movies. But I but again, I, I didn't
1: see I didn't see I didn't see Mile 22. Right. I didn't see you, How many super movies super do you have super super. left on your list? Oh, worst movies. Yeah, Your worst, worst. movies. I have Oh well, I thought we were supposed to pick five. So okay, I picked five. That's it. Those are your five. No, I. That's three: okay. Mortal engine, skyscraper, and Venom. Because I,
0: I know there's going to be one on yes. your list. Yes, absolutely.
1: Uh, another
0: film that I wrote down is the one I think you're predicting. It's Happy Time. Yeah, Happy Time. Um, again, I, 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 read the reviews going in. I, I wanted to go in open minded and experience it. Um, sometimes I wish I had just stuck to my original instinct and just did not waste See, my that's, time. Now you're now you're starting to think like, but. You know, it is what it is. I saw it. I Again, it was one of my three movies for the week, so I didn't spend extra money on it per se. But again, it was just unnecessary. It was inappropriate. It oh, was,
1: inappropriate? Had just, yeah, That's just was not that says a lot coming from you because you've got uh, tons of movies out there that are kind of inappropriate. Wasn't
0: uh, wasn't good. <laughs> per se, I'm very happy that Melissa McCarthy rebounded with "Can You Ever Forgive Me?" Yep, because I very enjoyed that film. Very good movie. But she was definitely in a clunker in "Happy Time Murders." So go All ahead right. and give me another. Film I'll give show. you
1: the one that you that I know you <clears throat> that I know you know I didn't like. Uh-huh. Um, it's probably going to be on your top ten just because I have a feeling it will be, and that is "Bad Times at the El Royale." Yeah, I thought it was a terrible movie. The plot, I was, I was, I was. I was so disengaged during this movie. It was. You confusing. left the theater like two I, or three no. Times I left. I places. left to get a drink, and then I came back, and I didn't even. And I wanted to sit down in a seat and just go to sleep because it was that They disinter- I was that disinterested in the movie. I get it. The acting was very good. I liked the actors in it. Mm-hmm. It had such a potential to be such a good story, but I had no idea where the plot was going to go. It left me. It left me with more questions than answers by the time the movie was done. Mm-hmm. I thought it was confusing at so many points. Like, why is this even in here? Mm-hmm. The Chris Helmsworth, I've already made reference to it when we talked about the movie and when we saw it. I'm mm-hmm. sure it will be in your top ten because I know you actually enjoyed it. hmm or it'll be an honorable mention, but I thought it was abysmal. Okay. I I I, I, I totally get it. I couldn't wait. It was two hours I will never get back, and I can't. And I couldn't wait to get. It out.
0: is. Um, it's it's certainly a film that not everyone likes. It's certainly a film that was not a box office success. It was it was a film that was hard to market. It, and it. It looked very cool. Some people liked it, and some people did not like it. And again, totally get it. It's your opinion. The last film I wrote down on my worst list was The Predator. Again, it just cool idea. The, the idea of the Predator is cool, but it felt like it was a two-hour movie just to set up a world of Predator sequels. And there was nothing, there were no real stakes involved. All the main characters kind of go on, and it's like, oh, here's this other planet that has Predators on it, and that's, you know, we're going to tie this in, and it was just, you know. There was no purpose in kind of, I like Shane Black as a director. I like most of his stuff. The Predator, to me, needs to be a little intimidating, needs to be a little scary. And it, it just felt like there was a punchline after every time there was The Predator there. And I didn't feel scared in the audience. And I didn't feel... Not that I like to feel scared, but if I'm going to go see that type of movie, that's what you're supposed to feel. You're supposed to feel a little scared of The Predator. You know, and I just... It, it, didn't, it didn't go anywhere. So that's that's my worst film sure. Not my worst film, but the last worst film that I wrote down. You have one more left, I have one
1: more left. Go ahead. This is a stretch, but you know how bad I was upset after seeing this movie. I voiced it very loudly. Bohemian Rhapsody. No, (laughs) you know darn well what I'm talking about. I I don't. Yes, you do. Is it Ant-Man and the Wasp? Ant-Man and the Wasp! I thought it was a terrible movie. I hated it on so many levels. All right. I mean, it was so predictable. I, I, I didn't believe the villain. Um, the villain was weak, and, it, and 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 I just the, the just there were too many corny, cheesy jokes. Michael Pena was in it, which is you know he does a similar type role. Um, I thought it was bad. Uh, I mean, I like Michael Douglas. I like the actors that were in it, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. I liked the act, actors and actresses in it, mm-hmm. but it just didn't hold my. I, I never believed for one minute that I was watching a movie. It was okay. totally predictable to me. I thought the plot was very weak. Um, It's going to be on your lower echelon. It's on the lower. It's on the lower echelon. Now I'm not. Now again, I had to stretch because I thought we had to pick five films that were bad. No problem. But it was certainly on the badder spectrum of the movies I saw during the year. Okay. I was very disappointed in it. Um, I didn't have high hopes going into it, but I was even more disappointed by it. Okay. Got it. All right. So those are our worst
0: films of the year. Now we we have our
1: quote unquote honorable mentions some or you want to do honorable yeah, mentions yeah
0: we'll do you go ahead and give your honorable mentions first then I'll give mine okay. uh, I will say we're not gonna we'll discuss our top ten kind of a little more length we'll kind of not run through the honorable mentions but maybe say one or two things you liked okay. about it or maybe one or two things why it didn't make the full top ten per se so go ahead and give me your honorable mentions I don't know I don't know if I gave you a limit I wrote down a certain number well how many yeah. do you want me to give? Give, give, give as many mentions. as you want give as many as you have we don't, these aren't going to have to be long discussions. Okay. so give me, okay. give
1: me whatever you have. Honorable mention. Yeah. Uh. Bumblebee. Okay. Great. Bumblebee was a very good movie. Okay. I'm not huge on the Transformer franchise. I think this was, as you mentioned, um, when you walked out of the film, you've been waiting. You've been waiting a, a decade for this, for this type of uh, Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it it was very very good. Okay. It good. was very very good. Good. Um, I enjoyed it. Good. I didn't think it was amazing. Like, it wasn't a, not top, a top, top 10. For you it wasn't but, a top but 10. But liked it. Good. But, it, but I liked it. Good. I thought it was very good. good. Um, That's fine. Go ahead and give uh, me something else. Another movie I put down was Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay, good. Uh, great movie, great acting, great stunts. I'm a little surprised that didn't crack your top 10. No, it didn't because I was disappointed in the ending. Okay. That yeah, I do, only, I do remember you saying I that. I was disappointed in the ending. It didn't It didn't tell me anything new, but I liked – Matt, Tom Cruise, Matt Reeves. No, not Mary Matt Reeves. Reeves. Who's Who's the Superman guy? Uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry. Ca- I always write about that's stuff. okay. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill was very good. That's yeah. what I'm saying. The acting was very good, but the story, okay, it was kind of so-so. And but the stunts were amazing. It was very gripping film. Um, all practical stunts. Which yes, are very cool. all practical stunts. Um, okay. And then the last movie, I guess, I would kind of put an honorable mention. That isn't like an amazing movie, but I thought it. But I enjoyed it. It had redeeming qualities, and that was Christopher Robin. Okay, good. I, I know you like that. That's good. I enjoyed it because I thought it was a family-friendly movie. Um, would you? Put- I would have put Mary Poppins Returns on honorable mention, but because I didn't like it, because I have such a because it's nostalgic for nostalgic reasons. Okay. I didn't include it in the honorable mention. Okay. But if but cool. if you had to make me choose another one, I would choose Mary Poppins. Returns. Would you put Mary Poppins Returns over Venom? Absolutely.
0: Okay, I, I thought for some reason I thought you liked Venom more. I don't know. I, I do I
1: like of. Venom, but it's okay. not. It's it's a very simple movie. It's okay. not. It doesn't like at least Mary Poppins returns. I could see the production value, and I could see all the effort and time and work and and and. You know, blood, sweat, and tears that went into the movie mm-hmm. to make it what it was. So I appreciate that. Okay. But I just don't appreciate the fact that they took a property that was in some ways perfect and tried to make a sequel on it. And that okay. I didn't like. Sure. But Venom was just a bad movie. I mean, okay. it
0: wasn't very good. And
1: I know I mean, you didn't. Particularly yeah,
0: I, d- I didn't put it down on my worst, but I didn't certainly do did not put it on my honorable. Okay, my but those are, are my honorable mention. Okay, I have okay, a f- I have it. a few more than you, so I'll kind of okay. breeze through That's it. That's fine. Okay, because um, you have more movies. Sure, yeah. I put Ready Player One. It's a Steven Spielberg film. I really out. really liked. I haven't it came seen out it. early. You can it. borrow it anytime. It's a good film. It's kind of a classic throwback Steven Spielberg film. Uh, Won't you be my neighbor? Almost cracked my top ten. I'm surprised it didn't. It's the Mister Rogers documentary. I very so much enjoyed so you it. See,
1: you did see some documentaries. Yes. So I very sure much enjoyed be... it.
0: That's my favorite documentary of the year, and a very strong really, year of documentaries. It was better than
1: RBG. Better
0: than RBG, it, just in my opinion. Um, so I would say that's my favorite documentary. I thought RBG of the, would be in your top ten, but I guess yeah. not. I guess not. Uh, Sorry to Bother You is a film I put on I was mention. good, too. It was very good. I Boots Riley not see it, but I looked cool. Yeah. Uh, Eighth Grade is a film I put oh, down, yeah. my I yeah. will mention Hill. Not Jimmy uh, so that's uh, that was mid nineties. So. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, uh, that's okay. Eighth grade is the film that deals with Elsie uh, Fisher plays the lead. She's okay. an eighth grader. She's nominated for a Golden Globe. It's a, it's a good independent film uh mission impossible follow i put down my honorable mention i think i could agree with some yeah. of the things that you yeah. i very much liked the it film cool i very film. much they liked Tom Cruise. The box office. i liked the story for the most part they told i liked henry cavill a lot henry cavill was good i liked that it was not cg i liked that it was very much just practical why stuff. why do you care about that
1: stuff i'm the one that cares i about
0: liked this. i like that it's not i like that it was different i like that it I, I don't have anything against cg but the fact that Mission Impossible, in an in a era where everything is so CG heavy, CGI heavy, Mission Impossible Fallout was practical sense. And it was Tom Cruise doing most he of the hurt himself doing it. Most of the time. Uh, a film I put down, uh, you, it's on your works. It's Bad Time at the El Royale. This yep. just made it on the outside. Okay. Again, I'm not going to argue with it. That's fine. Go ahead. Um, tell me. Tell why you liked it. Tell me Um it. It's a very, in my opinion, it was a very original film. I did not know it where was the, original. I did not know original. where the film was going to go. It was very exciting for me. It had character twists that I did not expect happening. All the individual characters at the Il Royale had different stories, different reasons for being there, sure. and they somehow connected together. It was like a long puzzle that kind of just fit in piece by piece. And the Hemsworth part, I get the shirt taken off. I get that that's your 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 kind of famous quote about that, but his character kind of not wraps it all up, but kind of puts the final piece in motion. Okay. So I liked it, but that's okay. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet is an honorable mention for me. I feel yeah, like if I you like if you liked anything Disney, you'd like the film Roma. Is a film I put down. That's on Netflix now. It's the Alfonso Cuarón film. Um, it is all in Spanish, but there are subtitles, obviously, if you have Netflix now. Or go watch it on your friend's Netflix account, whatever you have. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns is on my honorable mention list. Um, we've talked about that a little bit before. Aquaman just got out of my top ten, but I very much did enjoy the film. And I put down Vice as my last honorable mention, a film that we just saw. I very much liked it, but you and I had kind of privately discussed some reasons why maybe it didn't crack the top ten. And there were just some better films that I have on top. So the way we're going to do our top 10 is Joe is going to give his 10 through 6. Then I'll give my 10 through 6. And then we'll just go back and forth, okay. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 at that point. All right. So go ahead and start with your number 10 go all the way down to Some of
1: these seven. are going to be similar to the top 10s that you have. But, sure. Um, number 10, for reasons that you already mentioned, um, I put Vice. Okay. I okay. thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, 9, I put Incredibles 2. Okay. Eight, I put Aquaman. Okay. Seven, I put Bohemian Rhapsody. And six, I put The Mule. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're laughing at that. Oh, Again, my, my – yeah. my, my, my- I saw two dozen movies. Your list is fine. I saw list. two dozen movies. The Mule was very, very good. Okay, it was an original story. There are no stunts in an age where yes. there's a lot of comedy. I movies. love
0: seeing a ninety year old man have threesomes with twenty year old girls. That was my favorite. You didn't part. see? Oh my <laughs> god.
1: Um, okay. Uh, did you want to go over any specific points of those movies? Vice, or? Vice. Well, no, I thought you. Well, did, I thought you. I thought you wanted us to list ten to six, and then you list list ten to six. Well, if, and then yeah. We'll discuss it
0: if you have anything. We can go. Um, by film,
1: so if you have anything about those films that you particularly liked, or Vice was good, I thought Christian Bale was good. I didn't think it was as good as The Big Short, but I didn't. I thought it was good enough to get in the top ten for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Incredibles, two, oh, you know which one? I forgot to put. Damn what? it, the front runner. Just, just that's fine. It's on your honorable mention. Honorable mention. There the Front front-runner. runners honorable mention. The front runner was good. There you go. Um, Incredibles two. I'm not – I mean, I thought it was good. It was enjoyable. I would be shocked if it's not in your top ten. I'm sure it's going to be close to probably your top five because you love the movie. You'll see in a minute. you love the movie. Um, Eight, Aquaman. Um, It was good but not spectacular. It was as close to being spectacular as you can get without being that. And If it it had come out ten years ago – and it was the same movie, I would think it was amazing. Been a and, game changer. But and yeah, and it would have been a game changer. But it was still very, very good. But in an age where we kind of get the similar plot stories, We're in the age similar of superheroes. Age of superheroes, it's a little bit redundant. I get it. But that's the only reason why it's as low as but it's still in the top ten, Aquaman. Bohemian mm-hmm. Rhapsody, totally original film. Um, okay, loved it. Um, I'm really looking forward to Rocket Man as a result of Love it. Love the music. Love the music. I was tapping my feet, singing the singing the songs. You were the Mule, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good story. Okay. It kept me on edge. Okay, like in, uh, again in an age of superheroes, it was a refreshing movie.
0: Yeah,
1: I liked certainly the, different. I liked the fact that he kind of um, had. He kind of found salvation in his life. I liked the fact that he. That he, that he had made some poor choices in his life and like he had to make another bad choice to kind of right the wrongs in terms of being a drug uh, drug mule yeah I thought it was an interesting story I okay. thought it was a fitting way and the way it ended was a fitting way for him to end his career if he does in fact end his career retire I thought it was a fitting way he didn't he didn't he didn't his character didn't die he got arrested spoiler alert sorry. But I thought okay. it was I thought it was very well done at the end. But that okay. was just me. Okay, you're right. I I mean, yeah, it was silly to see him having a threesome. Ninety year old guy. That's three, okay. I I had I had bigger issues with the
0: film than that. But I totally get why you liked it, and yeah. that's okay. Um, my number ten film is a film that probably could have been a number of these films, but I put it in my top ten because I really did like it. I rewatched it recently, and I it didn't do bad at the box office, but it didn't crush it. And I I want people to visit this film if they haven't seen it. It's a simple favor. It's a film I talked about before. Uh, Two great performances from Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Two actresses that I do really, really like. I truly did not know where the story was going to go. A lot of times you watch films and it's very predictable or you have an idea. I did not see the twist coming. There are multiple twists in the film going all the way to the end. I very much liked it. I think it's it's on demand now for those of you that want to watch it, can find it. It should be on Blu-ray in the next week or so. Uh, it's a film I very much like. So a Simple Favor is my number 10 film. Number 9 film is Green Book. It's the film that's just out right now with oh, Mahershala Ali oh, and Viggo Mortensen. Um, kind of a tale of two opposites that kind of form a bond together over Mortensen. this war, over this kind of road trip. Um Definitely an awards contender. Definitely powerful. uh, Deals with, obviously, racism in the South in the early 80s, late 70s. It's it's a good film. Uh, Number eight is Black Panther. Uh, This might be a little surprising that it's this low or high for you. I'm not sure. Um, I just rewatched it recently. There are some third act quibbles that I have with the film. But overall, the first two thirds of the, the final third act is not bad, per se. But the third act becomes, what I will say is the third act becomes a Marvel movie in the sense of how it ends. The first two acts are very much original in terms of what Marvel has done, in terms of how the story is told. You can make a case that Thanos is the best villain of the year. I will say, having rewatched both those films actually, that like Killmonger, to me, is the best Marvel villain of the year in terms of his point of view, in terms of what he gets across. Um, I totally understand the historical significance of Black Panther, what it means to represent on screen, all of that stuff, diversity. It's kind of incredible that just in 2018 we are now getting this type of film. It totally blew people away at the box office. Love Black Panther. Number eight, number seven is a film Joe would like if he saw it. And I think he will see it at some point. he didn't go see it with me. It's Black Klansman, the Spike yeah, Lee film. I do want to see that. Uh, John David Washington, our favorite baller, is on it. He's been nominated for that the Golden Green Globe. Book or
1: movies that I would have yeah. liked to see with you, but yeah. never we never got we
0: didn't we we didn't get on the same we
1: weren't on the same same
0: books. calendar dates yeah. with those ones. But it's a good film. Adam Driver's in it as well. Um, obviously, not as Kylo Ren, but mostly known for Kylo Ren. Um, really interesting film tells a story obviously of, of race and segregation and it's, it's a, yeah, we don't know how much, but, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Black Klansman is number seven, six, number six is Bumblebee. Um, it's a film that I really, 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 really enjoyed. I don't have, I I certainly do have a Transformers connection from my childhood. You and I mentioned before the films kind of previously, the first Transformers, yes, was not a bad film there is there are certainly some redeemable qualities about it every transformers film since the first transformers gone down film down. just it's gotten more convoluted it's got more the solution to the problem is just throw more just throw more transformers in it throw dinobots in it throw more decepticons in it. and it was just incoherent it did not follow a plot this line This was
1: much more simple
0: it yes the first 5 minutes of the film I, i'm not going to spoil it i'm not going to spoil the film for you but the first 5 minutes you're on cybertron it's the first time on live action that you're actually on Cybertron, and it's awesome. The first five minutes of the film, yes, it is CGI heavy. The first five minutes, but you are on Cybertron, and it is awesome.
1: Kind of reminded me of Terminator.
0: Sure. And then Somewhere. it follows a, a very simple story to a certain extent. At that point, it follows you know B-127. I like the reference of B-127. That is Bumblebee's first original name. Um, I like that the Decepticons there were only two. It was Shatterstar and Starwing. Um, I, I like the fact that they kept it simple for the most part, and it kind of just followed the story. I It's not doing bad at the box office, but it's not crushing it, so I would hope people will go see it and find it, because I would like to see more Transformers films like this. Maybe not Bumblebee 2 per se, but... You know, they left it open at the I end.
1: I would hope they don't make a Bumblebee. I
0: don't know if you caught that at the end of the film, but there is certainly a an, a reference. When Bumblebee transforms into the Ford, you see what he is driving next oh, to. Oh, of
1: course. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, well, some people didn't get it because um, they just thought he was driving next to something. So there is certainly a possibility for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bumblebee certainly will survive. He is the good guy. Um, so, yeah, I, it's a film that I... It's the best Transformers film for me. By a long shot, so I I I very much liked it.
1: So go ahead and give me a number five film, Joe. Number five, I put I put in a movie that you've already referenced. um, I know that you and I both very much enjoyed this film. You discussed it at length. I'll just say, it. Black Panther. It was a very good film. Um, I thought it delivered. So better better film than Ant Man and the Wasp then. That's that's a trick question.
0: Better better MCU film for
1: you then. Okay, that's a trick question. Got you it. just want to give me number five. You want me to give number five? Uh um, how about five? How about we do five, four, three? And sure, and go ahead. Two, go. Five, four, three. Go. Give okay. me four. Five. Number four is this is going to be a surprise for you. Okay, you might have this on your top five, but I doubt it. Okay, maybe it is. Can you ever forgive me? Okay, it's great. Again, film. again, I saw two dozen films. Really I good didn't film. See, I thought it was very very good. It was an original story. It, I didn't know. I mean, it was somewhat predictable what was going to happen, but I thought the acting was superb. I thought the plot line was very very good. Um, the two actors, you know, we mentioned at length the supporting actor who was Richard in King, Grant. Richard yep. Grant was very very good. I think he, he, I, think, he I think he will
0: win. He, I think he will win for supporting actor.
1: I think I. Oh, he if, did. He did get a Golden Globe yeah, nomination. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm not sure I Melissa McCarthy
0: does. will win, but I'm. I hope. I'm glad she's nominated because I think it was worth it. it yeah. Was, uh, worth well. I thought so, that was
1: very, very good. Yes. And number three, uh, another movie. Again, I I saw two dozen. That's okay. I just keep I referencing got it. that. I know. Um, That's all right. Boy erased. Okay. It was a very, very good story. Okay. The acting was amazing. Yeah, I know you like that. film I a lot. really enjoyed the film. So it that was makes a sense. very thought-provoking film. Not so much a fanboy planet movie, but okay. I like dramas that make me think. I like dramas that stimulate conversation, that make me want to discuss things. And it was certainly – I mean, if this movie had come out five to ten years earlier, I think it would be – a, uh, I think it would easily be an Oscar contender. But okay. it won't be because it's a little late to True. the show. Doesn't mean it's not it as important. Though. That doesn't it's mean still, it's not. That doesn't mean the message wasn't important. Absolutely, but it was a very interesting story. Um, I I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, and that's Russell, I think, you know I have a special place yeah. for Russell Crowe. Um, okay, I and that's my top. That's my five four. So, five, those, four three.
0: those make sense because those are films you all really liked. Obviously, yeah, we're getting right. to the top. My number five film is the favorite. It's a film that just came out with Olivia Coleman, Emma Stone, and Rachel Weisz um yeah it was it's a very it's a period piece um it it's it's just it's just good acting i think it's the best acting i've seen all year um on screen those three olivia coleman in particular i think this could potentially be her not breakout role because she's not a new actress per se but she's mostly known for uk films and uk tv and things like that um absolutely love the film that's my number five number four is incredibles 2 um, you knew it was going to It's top it's five. a film that I I've been waiting for for fourteen years. I I'm not going to say it's better than the first Incredibles, but I would say the first Incredibles is a top five film for me for all time. That's how much I loved the film. Wow. Um, Incredibles two delivered for me on every single aspect. I like the story. I like the characters. The animation. I, I like the villains. You could say yeah, maybe the villain was a little bit predictable to a certain extent. But it, it didn't matter. It didn't take away from the magic of what I felt in the theater. Because I remember being not a kid when I saw it, obviously, because I was you know 20 years old or something like that. But I remember that magic of, of seeing The Incredibles the first time. And I walked into The Incredibles 2, and I felt that same magic in the theater. And that's you know a special moment for me. So maybe it's not the fourth, quote-unquote, best film of the year, but for me, it was the fourth. Most enjoyable experience okay. of the year. Number three. Number three is Infinity War. I think it's going to be higher up on your list. Maybe. Um, it it it, yeah, it is. Uh, I delivered. It delivered everything for me that that I wanted in the film. We've talked about it. It's been building since you know since the first Iron Man per se. That's obviously just a lot of worries going into the film because there are so many characters and there are so many potential plot lines. And I felt like it delivered on everything. I didn't care that. Certain characters got more screen time than others, or you know, I don't care who got dusted, who didn't get dusted. I mean, I, it's it was there. It was good. It was two and a half hour film and I was invested the entire time. Yeah, and I exactly. was I cared about the characters. I cared about what was going on. I like that they kind of just jumped right into the action. I didn't I like that they didn't have to tell an origin story per se. I felt like it was very much Thanos's movie in the sense of this is the character that we're going to focus on he's going to get the most screen time all the other characters kind of have to do kind of team ups you know Thor with the Guardians I like that we've never gotten team ups like that before all of a sudden you got on random planets you got Iron Man and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and it's like the first time that you're seeing these characters you've only ever seen you know the original Avenger core, or you saw a little bit in Civil War but now you got to see all these characters interact with each other and it was just, as a comic book person, it was awesome. It was awesome to kind of see that fulfillment on screen. Because, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you would have never thought that you would have seen that. It just was not a realistic possibility. I'm really
1: anxious to hear about the number so, one and number two.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I love the film on all aspects. I just rewatched it recently on Christmas Eve. Um, not that it's a Christmas movie. I just really wanted to watch it. So good. Um, I will say that... My hesitancy, or my, not my hesitancy, but part of my liking Infinity War will also depend on how Endgame goes, because those films are really going to be kind of bookended together in the sense of it's going to be a part one and a part two. You and I both put Endgame on our films to look forward to. I am hopeful that it's kind of the same caliber. I think it is got the same, obviously, the director of the Rustos. um, Loved everything about Infinity War. I think I saw it three or four times in theaters. It was an awesome, awesome
1: experience. So go ahead and give me your number two film, Joe. Number two, um, it was a movie that didn't do very well at the box office, but I actually very much enjoyed it. It was intense. It was a good, it was an interesting story. Mm -hmm. It was a story that really hasn't been told before, at least not that I've seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. um And that was, and I don't care about the politics of it. That doesn't play into this at all. I thought it was an amazing movie, and, and, and I'm disappointed it's not getting any Golden Globe love. I doubt it will get any Oscar love, and that is First Man. Got it. Brian Gosling was very, very good in it. I enjoyed the story very much. Uh, Claire. Uh, Claire Foy. Claire Foy was very good in it too. Damien mm-hmm. um, Chazelle,
0: director. Jamie Chazelle. I mean it was Yeah, it was
1: very, know. very good. I don't good. care Good. I'm glad, don't, I'm glad you put that down. I don't good. care. I mean, I was I was I wasn't it doesn't have to be a rah-rah American film, you know, for me to or it doesn't have to be a rah-rah cheer cheerleader film where I want to stand up and clap to be an American for it to be a good movie. Yes, I understand that there were Americans that walked on the moon first, but how they told the story, how it was dead silent in the theater like you're they, in space like you're like, in space, yeah, it was cool. so well done. It reminded yeah. me it had, it had it had moments from the movie Gravity that I enjoyed very much too with Sandra Bullock where he's kind of losing control in space and you don't know if he's going to make it or not but it really kind of referenced what he had practiced at uh, at home um on earth um i thought it was very very well done it couldn't it, there were very i found very few holes that i could poke through it to make, to make it seem a bad movie
0: yeah um it's a great choice for you i thought you it was really great. liked it
1: um Number one, you already know, unfortunately, I had already spilt the beans It's okay. in um, and, and a car ride as we were driving. Hold on, hold on to it. Hold on to it. Okay, I'll give, okay, I'll give okay. you... Okay. I will six. say... I'm real, I, I want to hear what you picked.
0: I will I, say, for First Man, it did not make my list. Um, not the, even an honorable mention? No. The, I, I just like the other films more. But again, I did see a lot more films than you, you did. did. Mm-hmm. Um, but you did really like First Man, I understand why it's a good film. It's a really good film. it I'm hoping that it does get some Oscar love when it comes around, So I think I it is worth it. Um, the film is certainly not anti-American. It is just... That's the kind of the way they decided to tell the film about managed Man's Achievement, fine. which is fine. I think people kind of took that the wrong way. Again, in a very heated political time in our country, for right or for wrong, I think people took it a, a certain way and, and didn't give the film a chance. And I think if people went in with an open mind... Just to see the film for what it was, I think a lot of people would have liked it. would have done better. That's that's kind of the scary thing. Is when films like that are greenlit by studios and given a chance, but people don't come out and see them, then you get like the cookie cutter films that are just kind of. So people want original films and original ideas and these kind of these stories on screen. You guys have to go out and support them and see them because that's that's what studios studios talk with their money.
1: Yeah.
0: So I'm glad you put that down because I know you did like it. I did. Uh, number two is A Star is Born. Yeah. For me. I didn't see it. so uh, That's okay. Uh, I'm not sure I'm if you. I'm surprised it's not number one. I, I'm, I don't think you would have liked it as much as I do. Um, I, I know this is like the third or fourth time they've remade it. I've, I've never seen the first ones. What? Um, it's, it's apparently a remake of some kind. I, I've what? never seen uh, it's and been who made it? Barbra Streisand was apparently in one before my mom had seen that one. Okay.
1: Um,
0: I hadn't seen it. Um, you could I say this was an
1: original story, but I guess not. it's
0: not, um, uh, you could say it's potentially a little, um, uh, predictable and kind of where the story goes and things like that. But I, I love the acting. I love Lady Gaga on screen. I love the songs. I'm usually not a, you know, yes. For musicals to a certain extent, I'm not a country person, um, it tells very much to the story of these two people and they're very much their different lives and how they kind of intersect with each other, how they meet. One is this kind of rock star kind of living the life uh, Bradley Cooper, but he's also dealing with his own personal demons of alcohol and drugs and, you know, kind of this tortured genius motif. And then this person who's Lady Gaga, who's, you know, is a waitress and she's singing in nightclubs to kind of, make ends meet and then she kind of meets Bradley Cooper and they, they fall in love and it's, I'm not a huge sucker for romantical films and this isn't a romantic film, but I wanted, I very much cared about the characters on screen. I wanted them to succeed. I'm not going to ruin the ending. I wanted them to be together. I wanted it to be a happy ending. Um, I liked everything about it. I, I do feel like this film is probably the front runner for the Academy Award, but that's just my opinion. I could totally be wrong. Maybe they'll go with a film like Vice or something like that. But I liked uh, A Star is Born a tremendous, tremendous amount. I think Lady Gaga has the potential to win the Best best Actress. You know, I just thought of something. Yep. There
1: is one movie that you said you really much enjoyed that you haven't mentioned yet. And I hope, well, I don't hope, but I will be surprised if it's, this is your number one. But I think it will be. Okay. Who knows? Uh, Go okay. ahead and give me your number one. You phone. already know what it is.
0: I know what um, it is, but maybe the people yeah, don't. Yeah,
1: people at home don't. Um They might have figured it out. It was I, we had mentioned this in the car ride and you kinda you kinda went la 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 with your covering your ears, but it was too late. <laughs> That's fine. Um Infinity War. For all the reasons that you had already mentioned, we won't re we won't rehash or repeat what what you've already said. I liked the fact that for the first time and maybe the history of movies, mm-hmm. you get a conglomerate of about 24 different actors and actresses, at least. Yeah. Where they literally put aside, or maybe they didn't, I don't know. They probably There will probably be stories told about later, how they maybe hated each other at one point, or maybe they didn't, I don't
0: know. Yeah, who knows.
1: But in any event, they were able to put aside egos. I bet you... What's his name is probably kicking himself for not being in this. Uh, Terrence Howard, yeah, because because he could have been in this film. He, he could have been in all of the Iron Man. Could have been all. He could have made. He could have made a bank. Yeah, uh,
0: but he didn't. He, uh, but he, anyway, he jumped the shark on that one a little too early. Jumped the shark. He, well, you mean he 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 jumped ship? Yeah, he just didn't. Anyway,
1: yeah. anyway. Um, that
0: was just my little joke. Or um, Edward Norton as the Hulk. I mean, you yeah, that. but
1: that, um, I couldn't see Edward Norton being the Hulk. I mean, uh,
0: he d- he didn't get fired. He left. So I mean, they they new anyway. cast with with.
1: But uh, your point yeah, Mark is well Ruffalo. taken. Up. Anyway, uh, they 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 were these these are a lot of them are star-studded actors now. You know, one could argue that when The Godfather was made, mm-hmm. these were all up-and-coming actors. These sure. weren't
0: stars.
1: Al Pacino Already? was
0: not Al Pacino yet. Al Absolutely. Pacino
1: was not Al Pacino yet. Uh uh De Niro. De Niro. I mean Marlon Brando was Marlon Brando. True. But everything but, else. Uh was. who else? Um
0: uh, Ray Liotta, Anthony Lapaglia's is in it. Um the Consigliere. The Consigliere. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, I don't know.
1: Doesn't uh It's not Richard Dreyfus. Who's
0: the guy? Oh yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I can yeah. Uh, Duvall? Yeah, Robert Duval. Yeah, thank you.
1: Robert Duval. I was getting Yeah. That. These these were not stars. The only non Italian in the film. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I, I only referenced that because that was a movie filled with stars and they won two Oscars for both Best Pictures. Both the only time a sequel's ever won Best Picture yep. anyway. Yeah. By the way. Um, That's true. But this but I but uh Infinity War. Infinity War was the one time where you get all these stars together. And yes, some people had more face time than others. But they still did it anyway because they knew the gravitas of the film. They knew that they, they were in the something power. historic. They knew, yes. They knew it was going to be something historic. Exactly. And for that reason alone, that that is a huge reason why I was able to enjoy it because you get such good acting. And it was so cool to see all these actors put aside in an an age where people can you know where where for whatever reason you get different FaceTime and you get people want different certain amount of money and shows cancel and movies cancel and and characters change and actors change it was so refreshing to see this and and like for all the reasons you already mentioned it's an epic movie it Mm -hmm. was 20 years or 10 years in the making Mm-hmm. Um, Ever since
0: Stanley wrote the first comic, this has been in the making. I mean, I mean, it's, and it's I'm not the comic book guy, which is yeah, I'm not even the comic book guy, and that's number one film of 2018 for me. Great. Um, Would you say Endgame is your most anticipated film if we had to rank mm, it? That's
1: tough. Okay, it's it's close. It's, close. it's up there. It's, it's mm-hmm. a tie between that and Glass. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Now Good. give me your top ten. Now I'm guessing my it's, number one. Give me your number one. Okay, I don't, okay, my number one...
0: Uh, I've seen it twice now. It's it's uh, it's fresh, but I, I loved it that much. It's Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. I thought um, you were say Crazy Rich Asians. I'm surprised uh, you didn't put that. I, I I liked it a lot. I didn't like it well, more. Surprise! Didn't put
1: R B G because you loved that draw. You loved the. I liked a lot
0: of films this year, and you I did and, I, and of I, films. I did go. It was
1: you the tougher I, I, this I
0: I did go out and see a lot more films than you did. So that you didn't had make tougher, it tougher choices than me. But next year, this year, into upcoming, the Spider-Verse, hopefully yeah. you'll you'll get some more. It's Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Um, I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of time on it. Um, I, 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 lo- I loved everything about it. I loved, Anyone that knows me knows I'm a fan of Spider-Man and that character. Um, this is obviously Miles Morales' story. Miles Morales is such an important person in Marvel Comics and the lexicon of what that means in terms of diversity, in terms of fresh faces and fresh ideas. It does not take any way does not take anything away from Peter Parker and his importance on Marvel and comics in general. They've talked about kind of putting Miles Morales in an MCU film or kind of doing some spin-off or having him be a cameo. And they've already kind of teased it a little bit, not teased it, but they've kind of referenced it with in Homecoming when they had Aaron Davis. Um, Donald Glover was Aaron Davis, who's Miles Morales' uncle. Um, but Miles Morales deserves his own film. He is that important of a, of a Marvel character. He's not his first film should not just become some kind of side piece or some sort of side character. The film, his character is that important. I loved everything about it. I know some people were kind of turned off by the trailers in the sense of there were different, you know, spider, you know, different people, different spider people from different universes, things like that. The animation
1: looked very cool. That is
0: very much a small portion of the story. Again, that's that's a marketing thing um, in terms of, kind of how they get the people in the theater. This is very much Miles Morales' story. Peter Parker plays a a more of an influence of a mentor type of a thing. The animation is something you have never seen before on screen. Like, it is beyond Pixar level. It is truly a comic book on screen in terms of how they tell the story, in terms of animation. It's the first time we see Kingpin on animated screen or on a a feature film screen. Kingpin is um, one of Spider-Man's greatest villains, it's the first time we see Kingpin on screen. Kingpin or King, Kingpin? Kingpin. I'm sorry. What did I say? Kingpin. Kingpin. Well, isn't Kingpin? P-I-N. I thought Kingpin was Daredevil's. Um, he he's mostly. I mean, he can go back and forth between a monk, a different array of Marvel characters. So he is in Daredevil. It's Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I thought that was Kingpin. Yes. It I is. thought he's the antithesis. I thought he was the antagonist to Daredevil, he, not Spider-Man. It's it's mostly Spider-Man. That's why I was confused I think when I saw this trailer because I was like that looks like Kingpin.
0: Yeah. But... It it's he okay. King, Kingpin is a, a very prolific Marvel villain so he can go across different mediums. That's weird. Uh different, you know. That's weird. Oh, well it's like Thanos can fight different people and things like that. Uh, but he's he originated as a Spider-Man villain, so I love seeing Kingpin on screen. Um, I, I just loved, I loved everything about it. It's it's been out a couple weeks. I've already seen it twice. I already plan to go see it a third time. I loved it that much. It did everything I wanted it to do. Um, I was so happy just being in the theater. Like I could not stop smiling the entire time. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are the directors. Uh, the writers. They were the directors that got fired from the solo film. So I would have loved to have seen a solo film with Phil Lord and Chris Miller. But who knows what that's going to happen. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is my favorite film of the year. Um, I cannot find anything wrong with the film. I absolutely loved it. I think, Joe, you would like the film if you saw it. I'll let you know when I go the next time. Hopefully you'll give it a chance. Um, But that is my number one film of the year. This has been a long episode, but of Very course it's episode. been the the end of the year episode. This yep. is um, end of the year bash. End of the year. If you are listening to this before your New Year's Eve, I hope you guys have a safe New Year's Eve. If you're yeah. listening to this after, I hope you had a wonderful and safe New Year's Eve and had fun. Family and friends, or whether you're just hanging out at home, whatever you choose to do, I hope you guys have a great 2019.
1: Do I hope go.
0: you guys continue to stay listeners to us because we appreciate everything you do i want to say a big thank you again to joe for being a part of this journey for with me it it means a lot and we hope to um we're going to continue doing i think it's it's been fun it's been successful and and a lot of you guys have responded that you guys enjoy and i and i certainly enjoy being here as well 2018 it's a wrap Yep, this is getting released yep that's a great way to end it why don't you say that one more time And then we're going to sign off. That's a wrap. wrap, 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 All right. You guys have a safe New Year's, and we will talk to you guys next year. Happy New Year.